Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hi, I'm Vanessa Bayer, and this is my brother Jonah. We're two siblings who love to talk about our childhood and nostalgia and how it shaped us into the people we are today. Who know not to traipse, if I'm being quite honest. Welcome to How Did We Get Weird. Wow, Jonah, I'm so excited about our guest today. (laughs) Big time guest today. I am very excited as well. Yeah, this has been a podcast a long time in the making. And so we could not be more thrilled. Could not be more thrilled. I think we could just get into the intro and then we have so many things to discuss. Ooh, okay. Our guest today is someone who needs no introduction because we talk about him on here all the time. Let's give it up for our dad, the first Todd, Todd Bayer. What's up, dad? Hi, everybody. How are you? Good. How's it going? It's going well. Glad to be here. Great. Well, thanks for coming on. And, you know, me and Vanessa have so many things we wanted to talk about. I just wanted to say really quickly from our intro, I referenced traipsing. And I just wanted to explain to our audience that also, if you watch my show, I love that for you. My company at the end comes up and it's the first Todd, obviously named after our dad. But we have you, dad, saying no traipsing. And and dad, do you want to explain why that's significant to Jonah and I? Traipsing is a term that has been in my family for years. My mother used to use that term. And what it means is when you come in from a dirty outdoors or from a dusty garage, we prefer that you take your shoes off because if you don't take your shoes off and you walk in with dirty shoes, you are traipsing and you are messing up the floor. When they come in, we say, 
please, no traipsing. Yeah, and that's why at the end of I Love That For You, you hear my dad saying no traipsing. Go ahead, Jonah. And I remember that definitely as a kid walking in from the garage and like my Doc Martens or something and hearing no traipsing. And look, Jonah, you and I used to have still some say do a little band called Jam and Vibes. And one of our, I would say our biggest song was Traipsing Away the Day. Yes, classic tune. But, you know, speaking of the garage, one thing I was, me and Vanessa were talking about (laughs) when we were planning this episode was, you know, we had our refrigerator, obviously, in the kitchen, and then we had one in the garage. Yes. A fridge-freezer combo. And at some point, all of these... Gyro, I, I don't, gyro. Gyro? Gyro. Gyro. Gyro, gyro. gyro. I'm going to say gyro. I'm probably mispronouncing it. But all of these gyro supplies were in there. Mm-hmm. Like tons of frozen meat, the pitas, and then even that like tzatziki sauce. And right. we would like come home from school and like friends would come over and it was almost like an unlimited supply of, yeah. of gyro supplies. And the story we heard at the time was that you were thinking of buying a gyro <laughs> yes. stand or making, it was like a business thing. And I feel like we never got an answer on it. So we're just wondering what the backstory was. On yeah. This. And dad, I want to just specify what we're asking you, which is we want to know what was happening then. What was the company and what was the conversation that led to us getting so much free gyro materials in our garage? Well, it goes back a while because it was just before, it was when I was looking to buy a business. But one of the businesses that I looked at was a small manufacturer. I guess you could call it a manufacturer, more like a food assembler. Okay. This gentleman, who I believe was Greek, had this business on the west side making the Greek staple of gyro sandwiches. They would get the meat and the bread and they would sell them with their brand name on them. And we talked to him and he had free like coolers that we walked in and we saw the meat, we saw the, but it wasn't the kind of gyro, which I like, which is you kind of see it in a a big on a stick and you kind of slice it off. Rotating thing, you slice it off, right. I think that stuff is dynamite. This was pre-cut already, and I think he got right right from the meat market. He had some weird way of doing his payroll, and I just, I don't remember the guy's name. Sorry. Yeah. Can I ask, what was the arrangement that you were talking about entering into? Yeah, were you going to open a store using him as a supplier? No, the arrangement was I was going to buy the business from him. I was going to be the guy who said, okay, bring the meat out, put it on the bread. Or or No, they didn't put it on. As you know, it was sold separately because that's how it was. Bring the ingredients out. Well, yeah, kind of. I mean... So people would buy the ingredients. They wouldn't... It's not like a sandwich shop. It's more like a grocery. It's almost like a high-end... Yeah, I guess it was a grocery, now that I think of it. But it only sold three products. Gyro bread, gyro meat, prepackaged. And I guess they got big hunks of it and cut it. I, I don't know. I never got Do you that. think they did a lot of businesses? Like a lot of businesses would buy for larger events or something? Because it seems like a tough way to run a business. It's almost like a sandwich shop, but like you have to assemble the sandwich yourself. Yeah. I never really got into much detail because I decided pretty early on after I heard the guy's story that it probably wasn't something I should be doing. Yeah, it sounds like it wasn't. But was he like, okay, we're going to give you a bunch of samples. Check it out. This is the question that we have. So take some bread, take some meat, take some sauce. You'll love the product. Try it out. Get back to me and then we'll talk. But dad, Mm. you took 
I mean, did you decide on the amount you would take? Okay. Because I think it was in our freezer for like a okay. year. A year, so like, and we're eating what, it regularly. And we're eating it regularly. So it's like, that's a lot. Like, it how wasn't did you get that sweet? much. <laughs> it was. Yes, I, it was. I, I would say that when you're little kids, you think that something is we a lot. We high school, I think. Or at least middle but school. But it was the early 2000s, so I guess you were... Certainly passed. It wasn't the early 2000s because then we would have been in college, but it was the early 90s. Oh, you know what? I beg your pardon. You are absolutely correct. It was 1994, not 2004. Okay, that makes sense. So I'm 13, Jonah's 15. Yeah, well, you know. You know, we can pretty big appetites by that age, and it lasted a long time. Do you remember it being sort of like. I might have come back for a second. Meeting. That's what I think. Yeah. I, I think might have gone be- back for a second meeting. <laughs> if I did. Do you think the reason you went back here, you were like, uh, yeah, I'd love to meet again. And- Interested in buying the business. Eh? Maybe at the second meeting, maybe I'll take a couple more things if that's cool. You were raving so much about it. I might have said something to the effect, look, I'm giving us some thought. I just got taste another five pounds and who knows? Oh. Yeah, nothing better than coming home from school, making a little, making a little sandwich, popping open a peach snapple, and just you know loving it. Yeah, I I didn't think it had that big an effect on you guys. I particularly, as I said, I like the slice of yourself guy. I didn't really like the stuff, so it was okay. But yeah, I don't think we had the most discerning palate at that age either. Probably I now I would look at it. Because I was like thirteen, I was starting to like see if I could try and like eat healthy and stuff like that, and. I just remember that when I was warming up the pita one day, it just, or any day, it just so much grease came out of it. It was the most fatty pita yeah. I'd ever seen and oily pita I'd ever seen. It was delicious, but I think I didn't make as much of a habit of eating it as Jonah, who everybody knows, the healthiest eater in our family, because, you know, only eats till he's satisfied or whatever. Because, right. Dad, imagine if you were a kid... And you just, every day when you came home, there was just like all these gyro... It was just a crazy thing that happened to us. Yeah, that brings up another slight offshoot. But are you familiar... You're familiar with the plats, right? Because you've even mentioned Ivan on your show. Yes, of East Coast Custard. Did we tell you about his freezer? One of the best stories ever. Okay, I guess we've got to hear it. We went out to dinner, we come home, come back to our house for dessert. So we go and we figure they're going to bring, you know, an ice cream pie or something from their store. Just to give a little more context, this is our parents' friends, the Platts, who Ivan Platt started East Coast Custard, which is this chain of custard restaurants around Cleveland. So it's sort of like ice cream, but richer. Okay, go ahead, Dad. Long story short, <laughs> we're eating dinner and Ivan goes, so if you guys want some great desserts, go into our freezer because we have all these reject sundays. A guy's supposed to make a hot fudge and he makes a butterscotch. And Roz, his wife saw that and they were like they make a mistake, they were throwing them out. That's yeah. She said don't throw them out, we'll take them. So she has a freezer full of these wow. wonderful <laughs> sundays, all co- different kinds. And what she would do is like when the landscapers came, she would give them, you know, give them a, a little treat and stuff. And, you know, that's what you, so now I'm, you know, I'm always looking to go to dinner there. I mean. So Todd, another business idea you had was also briefly managing the Dunkin' Donuts in, in Solon, where I was hanging out a lot. And I'm curious, you talked about this, like how close did you get to actually not buy very close. stuff? Not close. Okay. Not very close. And it wasn't managing. It was to try and buy the store and right. own it. And right. that, and I would have needed a manager. 
because I can't get up at four o'clock in the morning and start making donuts. That well, just, guess that, what? If you had bought it, I was hanging out there so much, I would probably still be the <laughs> yeah, manager. So you'd probably be running it now. But yeah. also, Dad, every three months, you would have had to go to Donut University or something? That's right, yeah, in Boston? I think so, yeah. That wouldn't have been so bad. That would have been so fun. But you'd have to go for like a week every three months or something? I don't know if it was once a year ever, or if it was one. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think, I can't imagine it's a franchise that the owner needs to go there. It might have been once every three years or something. Okay. I, I don't okay. know. Once, it could have been once every three. I don't know. I've had some correspondence with the owner of my local Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, boy, yeah, I've Jenna. used yours and you should have it. <laughs> They've made some some questionable decisions when it comes to their menu. Some some there's some staffing issues. I've kind of waited in on. They've stopped responding to me, but I I, I don't <laughs> I don't know if they're really going to this university because it's like that. You know, they seem kind of hands off to me. Well, all I know is that when I went to the Dunkin' Donuts in your neighborhood, the lady put my hot coffee in a cup and then put the top on real loosely. Yeah. <laughs> And then, and then I put it in the car. And when I went to get it out, the way the thing in the car is, I had to grab the top and had no idea that it was. Oh, boy. Was, uh -oh. And it was a disaster. So I was very upset with them. Yeah. Talk about yeah, customer yeah. service. Let's get a grip. Yeah. This is the same Dunkin' Donuts where they banned smoking prior to smoking being banned nationally because so much smoke was getting inside the donuts it was ruining the way they tasted wait that's oh. the one near you jonah no it's the one in solon it's the only one we went to oh i was talking about oh, the he one was talking about the one near you i'm talking about the one up in uh, up in massachusetts oh by you gotcha that's where i burned my hand oh got the... it okay you're talking you got burned here yeah yeah well i've been yeah. trust me i've been burned by that place many times not not literally but definitely in a metaphorical figurative sense. yeah yeah figurative, figurative, well now yeah. that we're getting into kind of our topic for the day should we take a quick commercial break and then we'll come back and we'll really get into this, this okay. the world of fast food we'll be right back with the first todd tired of spills and stains on your sofa Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees, every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. 
now. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back. Dad, you sent us a lot of great topics for today. And the one we really landed on, which was, was one that you kind of sent us a message about a few months ago, is the snack wrap, which started at McDonald's, is now at Wendy's, was something me and Vanessa weren't really familiar with. And what's your kind of connection to the snack wrap? Okay. Well, from time to time, I go on, shall we say, I don't want to say necessarily a healthy eating kick, but I try to cut back on high fat food. So <laughs> I decided when I go to either McDonald's or Wendy's, uh-huh. which I love Wendy's. I'm not crazy about McDonald's, but it's decent. Okay. Anyway, when I go there, <laughs> I don't want to eat hamburgers at some time, except when I go to Wendy's because I love their hamburgers. But anyway, okay. so I decided to try to eat more chicken. Well, you know, fried chicken isn't very good for you either. But both of those restaurants mm-hmm. had a chicken snack wrap, which was grilled and they weren't very big and they were only a couple hundred calories and they were like a 279 each, I think, or maybe 299 for one of them. What something like that. 299 or 279, or was it 179? And I don't remember. But they weren't very expensive. You eat two of those, they're delicious. They had like a honey mustard on them, or you could get a barbecue. Love that. Really good. I'm sold. And then all of a sudden, neither place had them. So I was reading on the internet and then I happened to be uh, when mom and I were in Florida, we were going to a lot of Wendy's for their salads because they're pretty good too. And they brought it back last Tuesday, the, what they called a wrap, not the snack wrap. So I'm sorry to say it's not as good. It's not as good as the McDonald's one. Yeah. It's not as good as either of them. It's a, like a big thing. It's not a snack. It's not a snack anymore. Yeah. They don't call it a snack. Yeah, right, you, you, what you're referring to is the grilled chicken ranch wrap. That's correct. Yeah. And it's kind of loosely packed and hard to eat. Like the, the snack wrap you can eat while you're driving. Yeah. This thing got to really sit down. You got to unwrap it. Kind of falls apart a little. The chicken was pretty good, I got to say. But I didn't like the sauce. You didn't have that choice that you had with the other one. And it was like over six bucks. Yeah. And in, in fact, the other ones were 179 or 199 because this was over double that. Well, this is interesting because this is a new wrinkle that I didn't know about because what a lot of the articles that Jonah and I looked up say is that they kind of say that the only 
place that used to have something like this is McDonald's, that they had the smaller snack wrap that you're referring to. Right. And that that went away. And now Wendy's has brought back this other version that's bigger. You're saying both places used to have I snack I saw wraps. that article and that article is not correct. They definitely both had. Well, it's from Cleveland.com. Okay. Well, I, so you I tell actually us. Will, will for sure side with dad on this. Over, okay. I think Cleveland.com is actually where we found this article. Yeah. So, so. Anyway, yeah, that's totally incorrect okay they definitely because i used to say i'm in the middle i'm in the mood for a snack wrap to myself and i go there and oh the line at mcdonald's i'll just go to wendy's and get it there and and it was basically very similar it seems like maybe the mcdonald's one was discontinued more recently because people are really or maybe the wendy's one is more of a ripoff of the mcdonald's one or something because people are basically saying mcdonald's one is gone Wendy's one is in. McDonald's one's discontinued 2016. Okay. Okay. I wonder when the old Wendy's one was discontinued. I'm but... thinking like maybe two years after that. Okay. 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 Not that long ago. And so, so an article said that the McDonald's ones were eliminated because the franchisees complained they were too complicated to make. I guess. I mean, maybe compared to some of the other menu items, they just, you know, they're trying to, to get in and out, you know, make it, get it in the window. But, but it does it feel like what was it like for you when you wanted one and then they were discontinued? Was that, was that, what, what did that it feel It wasn't like? heartbreaking. Okay. I mean, you know, life goes on. It's a yeah. snack. On new things. I mean, if you want an example. Yeah, I would love. Forgetting that I was trying to eat healthy. Okay. <laughs> Popeye's fried chicken sandwich is one of the great fast food items around. Do you think it's better than a regular? Would you rather eat that than, let's say, a sandwich from... A deli? I'm not sure. They, they To me, they don't really compare. What you could compare it to is, uh -huh. I know this is a, in some circles, this is a dirty term, but Chick-fil-A's grilled chicken sandwich. Okay. And the answer to that is, hands down, it's more tasty than that. But that's because that is better for you. I mean, grilled chicken is better for you. Right, 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 and right. McDonald's has the grilled chicken too, but I never eat it. Yeah. They only have fried food. <laughs> Popeyes. Well, there's also if you don't want to give your money to Chick Fil A, which which who does really? Mm -hmm. That's why that was controversial. Kentucky Fried Chicken has a Kentucky Fried Chicken wrap as well. Have you tried that? I've tried their chicken sandwich. Okay, not as good as Popeyes. Not as good. But you haven't okay. tried their chicken wrap. No, I haven't. I don't. I may have tried it once, but it certainly didn't leave a. It wasn't memorable. It wasn't yeah, memorable. Whereas those the Popeye chicken sandwich is is memorable. That's how good it is. But you know it's really bad for you. Yeah, yeah. So I try to eat them very often. Well, you're not the only one who doesn't like the new Wendy's. Jonah, what did you say it was called? The It is called the Grilled Chicken Ranch Wrap. The Grilled Chicken Ranch Wrap. I won't read these whole reviews, but this woman in Texas says, right off the bat, I think there's no comparison to McDonald's old snack size with that crispy breaded chicken and its ranch sauce. I thought the Wendy's Wrap was absolutely nothing special at all and did not deserve the hype. So why waste your time or your $6.92 on one of these Wendy's wraps when you could just enjoy another, this woman said, another one from another fast food restaurant like Chick-fil-A, okay? She's obviously a Karen. <laughs> then there's this one. <laughs> this other guy wrote, I got the wrap and immediately was let down by the packaging. The McDonald's wrap came in a cardboard tube that made for easy eating. That's what you were talking about, Dad. You can drive and eat it. The Wendy's version is just wrapped in normal packaging paper. I was unsure how to eat the wrap without making a mess. <laughs> it wasn't wrapped tightly, but I just picked it up and it fell apart 
only a little as I started eating. How'd it taste? Fine. Got the job done. Blah, blah, blah. He said, but I wouldn't compare it to the snack wrap, which was simply better constructed and gave customers a choice of delectable sauces like sweet chili, ranch, honey mustard, and barbecue. As I walked to my car disappointed, it dawned on me. Wendy's isn't promoting this as a replacement for the snack wrap because it ain't a snack wrap. It's a mediocre imitation. So save us, Ronald McDonald. Bring back snack wraps, the real ones. That's what this person said. They were really that passionate about. The Wendy's never had a snack wrap, and that that's where that's wrong. But but I agree with the general. Yeah, I wonder if it's a a regional thing. Like I wonder if only some Wendy's had those snack wraps originally, because it feels like a lot of people are saying they think the only original snack wrap is at McDonald's, but. Who knows? Right. I think, Todd, to your point also, once you get to the $6, $7 mark for a fast food sandwich, that to me feels like you may as well... Yeah, exactly. ...get a burrito or something. You're you're already out of the... I mean, I don't really, to be honest, eat that stuff anyways, but it still feels like too much. And, you know, it seems like the other thing about them is they're saying it's they took snack out of it because they were saying, even in this article about the marketing, they want it to be like more like a meal. Right. But the thing is, don't do us any favors. People like the snack wrap for a reason. If they wanted more than one, they could get two for significantly less than $6.92 or whatever. And they're portable people. This article says people love portable food. Well, guess what? This wrap isn't portable at all. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, Wendy's. You played yourself. Congratulations. You played yourself. Now that we have not Wendy's, I want to say that they have a wonderful charitable program that is one of the best bargains around town. There's a card that comes with and says, thank you for making a difference. Each key tag purchase helps us find forever families for children waiting in foster care. And what it is, and it says 85% of every $2 frosty key tag sold will benefit the Dave Thomas Foundation, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it's charity. So here's a Here's a look at what this thing is. The little frosty? A little cardboard frosty. Yeah, laminated. And laminated it, frosty, excuse me. But this may be little, but it packs a huge punch. Oh, I know where this is going because mom told me about it, but go ahead, Jonas. This costs $2. Okay. Get that? $2. And it lasts till the end of the year. Okay. Now, I bought mine in February, so that's pretty good. Every time you go to Wendy's and go through the line and buy anything... <laughs> Yes. You tell them you have your little cone. I mean, your little frosty. You show it to them? Yep. Your little, and I guess we'll call it a plastic frosty, your little plastic frosty. Okay. And you get a free frosty. Whoa. It's not a normal size frosty. It's what we call a mini frosty. (laughs) It's only about three and a half inches high and about an inch in diameter, but it has a little cap on it. And here's what's important about that. You don't want a big frosty then, because by the time you get this thing back to your place, it will be melted. So the key is you eat the frosty before you eat the salad or the sandwich. You eat it in your car. You pull the car over and eat it because otherwise it's going to be a glass of milk. But it is a great deal. Well, that's great. It's helping helping charity. You know, nothing wrong with that. My question is, how many mini frosties do you think you've gotten out of that laminated cardboard so far? That's a good question. We can put this in numeric terms too. It goes on your bill as a dollar twenty nine, and then a credit for a dollar twenty nine. So it's worth a dollar twenty nine at least to Wendy's. I have probably had since the first. Uh, let's see, we got there. Probably started buying these around February twentieth. So that's how many how many weeks ago we're at let's say six weeks. I'd say I've had ten. Okay. 
And you and mom split them, right? We were splitting them, yeah. But now, of course, that we're home, yeah. you know, I paid the two bucks. So I got yeah. the ticket. Now, I have a question. And I want to also not forget to remind you as soon as this podcast is over to put that thing back in your car so you don't... Believe me, I'll be cussing. Yeah, I appreciate you even taking it out of there for us. <laughs> I hear you. Okay. But my question is, I don't understand how they charge you $1.29 and then they give you a credit. Like when you come back, do you have to say, I have a credit? No, no, no. I'll tell you why. This is for your receipt, but it's also the way they're keeping inventory. I see. So then I they see. know how many they sold. That's so what they add a dollar twenty nine and then they subtract a dollar twenty nine. So then yeah. at the end of the day, if, if there's not as much, I you know, if, they, if there's a huge imbalance in what they think they have, they'll know that you know someone was sneaking the. I don't know. What, what do you think that frosty costs Wendy's five, five cents? No, I think it costs more than five cents because of the packaging. Think, oh right, right. Yeah, the, well, the little plat. I know I'm kind of in the. Yeah, because you're in the packaging business. Yeah, yeah what so are you, what are we thinking? It's in probably with the cap, with the volume they do. I'm going to say that thing is fifteen to twenty cents for the that each for the yeah for the each thing. little cup. Okay. Yeah, and then the the spoon is probably two cents. So say let's worst case twenty two cents. I'd say the ice cream itself is probably the cheapest part. Right. Maybe 10 cents. I'd say 30, 35 cents. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Well, okay. yeah, I think that's a good, that's a very good cause. And I think that's, that's cool that you're supporting it and cool of Wendy's for taking that well, initiative. Well, to be fair though, he only gave $2 to it. That is true. <laughs> and also, Actually, Wendy's has probably lost money on you at this not, point. But I mean, I guess it gets you to keep going back though. That's a smart, that's very smart. Now here's my other question, okay? And then I <laughs> bought a normal all, plant, like four bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I guess the, all those foster kids will appreciate those two dollars. <laughs> but I also want to say this, okay? This deal sounds a little too good to be true. Do you think it's possible that because you were in Florida when you got this, it might be like a Florida specific I am so thing? Because glad you asked that question because I have been back for a week and I've had two right here. In greater wow, 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 wow. They didn't bad night. So it's I... not just little D. It's a national promo. It's called Wendy's Frosty Key Tag. Get to free treats all all year long. Free Frosty Junior with purchase the entire year. Wow. This is incredible. We got to get this podcast out as soon as possible so people can get as much of the year free for Frosty. And think of those poor kids. And think of those poor kids, of course, and give a whole $2. So I guess, yeah. And I guess from Wendy's point of view, too, is... Oh, here's my question. Do you have to buy something else to use the, the... Can you just go in there and get a frosty or do you have to buy something else? No, no, you have to buy something. Right, right. But I mean, if you're really going to be a chiseler about it. You can buy like a thing of small fries. Right. Right, right. But I guess, the, yeah, frosty's getting you to come back through the door each time you use it and buy something else also. Got it. And first time I've ever used, heard the term chiseler. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot going on with this, but I think ultimately any money for charity is is good. If Wendy's loses some money on it, that's okay. But probably they're actually making a lot of money on it. Otherwise, I wouldn't do it. And it's if you want a healthy a healthy little snack, go over there, get a baked potato, which we talked about. Yes. You can only really get at Wendy's. Have a little treat at the end. Who, you know, what, what, well, like what are you I waiting said, for? You got to eat the thing fairly quickly. You got to eat it first. You got to take it like a shot almost, probably. I mean, unless you bring like a thermos or something and dump it in there. Then you could get later. Right. You could like collect a bunch of them in a thermos and then have like a pretty big frosty. But I guess, you know, who's got the time for that? Okay. You're, yeah, you, you can barely have the time to get that snack wrap in your mouth with all the 
huge size and all the ingredients are falling out everywhere thanks to the design flaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I didn't know about that. Yeah, sort of like donating to charity, but but also kind of an incentive for, for customers. Yeah, so and also donating very little to charity. <laughs> yeah, donating very little. <laughs> I really like the way dad described it by opening up with like the charity angle <laughs> and then being like, oh, and by the way, I got free Frosties for the next nine months. Yeah, it kind of makes it seem like <laughs> you give them $2 every time. It's like, no, you just give them $2 once. <laughs> yeah, think about it. Pretty good deal. Well, wow. This has been really informative, dad. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break, but we'll be right back with the first Todd. Tired of spills and stains on your sofa? Wash away your worries with Anabay. Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. Anabay brings you a no-risk experience with pet-friendly, stain-resistant, and changeable slipcovers made with performance fabric, cloud-like comfort with high-resilience foam, and hypoallergenic featherless down that needs no fluffing. Their steel frame ensures longevity, and you can rearrange the modular pieces anytime. And here's the cherry on top, up to 60% off site-wide. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I.com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back. Okay, so now we're going to introduce a new segment called Todd Time. Todd Time. And today's installment of Todd Time is Todd Time, What's in the Fridge? 
So dad, we're going to introduce some foods that you are passionate about and you can tell us if you love them or hate them and why. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. You probably know exactly where we're going. The first thing we wanted to ask you about, Peter Pan peanut butter. I haven't had it in years, but when I used to eat it, I really, really liked it a lot. I don't know if they added sugar, but it was pretty sweet. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) not only did they add sugar, I don't think there's any actual peanuts in it. (laughs) (laughs) You like the crunchy kind. That must have had some peanuts in it. I like the crunchy kind, but nowadays I'm eating Trader Joe's peanut butter. Oh, sorry, Costco peanut butter. And is it crunchy or smooth? They only make smooth care. Only smooth. Only peanuts. But just peanuts. Is it organic? Organic. All right. Wow, you've come a long way from Peter Pan. Okay. Peanut butter is an interesting food because, like we're saying, growing up, I feel like peanut butter and jelly we ate so much, but it was it it was just like sugar flavored peanut butter, and like the jelly was kind of like just I don't know if it had any actual fruit in it. It sounds like now now you have these kind of options, but it sounds like you've kind of come around. So this is much less sweet than Peter Pan, I assume. Yeah, I, I guess. If you were to try it now, because I made Buckeyes. Sometimes I make Buckeyes around Christmas time and I buy Jif peanut butter, which I assume is very similar oh, to peanut I also love Yeah, yeah same, same stuff. stuff. And when you try Jif now after eating natural peanut butter a lot, it's like eating dessert. It's so sweet. I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. It probably doesn't have that separation with the oil. It probably feels more like Not candy. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You love Peter Pan peanut butter. Jonah, do you want to introduce the next food that dad is passionate about? This is one that that we know you have some strong feelings on. We heard a lot about this growing up, and it is a little brand called Pierre's Ice Cream. Okay. Local Cleveland brand. Pierre's Ice Cream is something that I prefer not to have because a friend of ours once mentioned that Pierre's ice cream had a lot of additives in it. So I didn't give it much thought until one day I looked at the thing at one of the quarts or pints and they were right. And there was a lot of, I don't know, I just get the feeling, I I just don't feel mentally sound when I'm eating. And it it just doesn't seem like, you know, I want milk or cream period with with I don't mind sugar and stuff like ice cream but I just thought it so I I kind of decided that it wasn't a great brand now yeah what I remember from when we were younger is you said it's full of chemicals and I feel like you would say like although I might be making this up you would say it tastes like chemicals the story you're giving now is you're sort of saying you know it's full of chemicals and therefore you don't like eating it It has less to do with the actual taste of it Yeah, I I guess I'm hesitant about criticizing people's products. Yes, I hear you. That's very diplomatic of you. And then not because I want them to be a sponsor, like some people I know, but because I don't want, you know, somebody to sue me for something like that. Right. Yeah, I I would say is another is another concern of yours. Maybe you were misinformed. No, I wasn't misinformed. They got a lot of chemicals in them. Well, I kind of did some research and it looks like they have pretty much the same chemicals as every other ice cream. You know, they need some kind of, you know, for for shelf life, that kind of stuff. You need some kind of preservatives. Yeah, I I probably in that sense am just wrong (laughs) because most ice creams that are sold at the grocery store, unless they're Jenny's or something. Right, right. Probably like that. And but for some reason, I picked that maybe because it's a Cleveland company and I live in the greater Cleveland area. I just got real down on it. I don't, you know, you're probably right about that. Wow. For you to say you're wrong about Pierre's ice cream really feels huge, Dad. I didn't and- say I'm wrong about Pierre's. I, I'm wrong about the fact that 
I singled it out. Dad, I see. Dad feels like he was holding them to kind of a higher standard than than their competitors. Yeah, I see. And, like say and, Briars. See, I always thought Briars was better. Now, well, maybe, maybe Briars is better. Maybe they use less preservatives. You know, I actually and, don't really and know. Philadelphia Bassets, I think, is great. That's really a smaller. I thought that was really good. Yeah, but Pierre's. When I, I, I think Vanessa's right. I think I used to taste it. Like I don't know. It was. I didn't. I just just didn't like the taste of it because I thought I kept going back to what is in this. So, yeah. you know, I just think it's, it's, yeah, it's funny to be just like eating the Peter Pan peanut butter, <laughs> Jeff, and then, <laughs> but Pierre's has some chemicals in it. Well, again, I guess I picked on Pierre's and that's not Yeah, fair. Well, it happens. You know, I think it your, happens. your intentions were in the right place. You didn't want you and your family eating a bunch of chemicals and, and you got to respect that. Well, except for peanut butter. Except for in your peanut butter and probably almost every other food we eat. And also all press is good press. So this is, we're kind of plugging Pierre's now. So you're making it well, up they, to them. Yeah. They just sold uh, Pierre's anyway. I, okay. Just, so they're doing doing great they're doing great they're, yeah they're, some of their uh, right now carolyn our mom is carolyn for the listeners could you bring what i've been having for dessert lately over so i could show them but to show you how i may have evolved wow i still don't prefer that brand of ice cream but they're the only ones that make that i'm aware of these peanut butter ice cream sandwich <gasps> Well, oh Pierre's peanut gosh. butter ice cream sandwich. And they're only 150 calories. Wow. So, and pretty good. What's the chemical ratio in oh, those ingredients? That's a really good question. It sounds to me like the idea of peanut butter overrides any chemicals. Actually, think about it. It's it's a combination of both the peanut butter I know. and Pierre's ice cream. This is a fine. And yep. and here it is in my freezer. Caught. <laughs> <laughs> Caught red-handed being a hypocrite. Okay. Wow, this is incredible. And the printing is too, too small to read. Okay. But there's a lot of printing. So okay, a lot of ingredients, fair probably enough, a lot of fair chemicals. We'll have but to, you have to, our listeners again, can research this for themselves. But. Yes, shelf life. Well, Jonah, do you want to introduce our last one? Because it's kind of, this is kind of a wild card because we actually don't know exactly where you stand on this. We don't know where you stand on this, and I want to be clear, there's many variations on this, and we're talking about the original version, and it's something called A1 Steak Sauce. Todd, what are your thoughts? I think A1 Steak Sauce is a fine steak sauce. I never use steak sauce. Okay. I don't even know why we always have it in our refrigerator. You do always, always have it. Used to, I feel like we used to have it when we were kids, but maybe it was just in our refrigerator and we didn't use it. I can't remember ever. I mean, I maybe in my life, I've used it two or three times. I'm not a steak sauce person. What's your kind of steak? Do you like it just... Additive? Yeah. Grilled mushrooms and onions. Okay. Love it. Okay. You know, you've got kind of a point, Dad. It's like, if steak is good, why would you dip it in that big sauce and it's got a totally different flavor yeah okay olivia our producer is giving us the ingredients for a1 tomato puree vinegar corn syrup salt raisin paste crushed orange puree spices sounds like the airs yeah dried garlic (laughs) caramel color dried onion xanthan gum potassium sorbate yeah it tastes sort of i can't even exactly i kind of have a sense memory of what a1 steak sauce kind of sweet it's yeah and a little tart. I just, uh, there's, it, to me, steak sauce is pointless. Yeah. But Unless the steak is really bad, I guess. And then it sort of covers the flavor or something. Well, if the steak is really bad, I guess it would cover. I mean, it covers the flavor, whether it's good or bad. So, yeah, I guess then you wouldn't 
mind it as much. Yeah, I guess you've never been like, oh, this steak is good, but what would be better is if I could dip in some corn syrup and raisin paste. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy, we're going to get in trouble with A1. They're not going to want to sponsor now, us. Now, I'll tell you what I Guess have what? Found. We don't care because it's not 1992. Go ahead, Dad. <laughs> what is good with certain meats, not steak per se, but okay. like brisket, that kind of meat, is that horsey sauce from Arby's. Oh, yeah, yeah. That stuff is dynamite. Or a jar of white horseradish sauce. I love that stuff. And it lasts- I think you can buy the horsey sauce now, like at your local grocer. Oh, well, we have a jar of another brand in the refrigerator. And I looked at it the other day and it said, because I wanted to use it because my made a brisket. And it said, do not sell after uh, 2017. <laughs> So, oh boy! And it tasted like it was brand new. I mean, it tasted. You still ate it? Oh, it was delicious. I still have it. So, Todd, you can't be so anti-preservative and then have this food sit in your fridge for ten years. I mean, you got to be one or the other. I don't think it has preservatives. <laughs> it, it's got something in there if it lasted since 2017. Hold on. Okay, I'm we're gonna, gonna get it. it. Sounds like we're getting an ingredient list. <laughs> and this one. Much bigger. I'm curious why mom didn't speak up when you were like, this is from 2017. She didn't know. She doesn't. She didn't she know. Doesn't. That makes sense. Yeah. I told her that last night. She didn't know. And it made well, her she like, knows now because she's finding it for you in the fridge. Oh, maybe I lied. I, I was wrong. I was wrong. I knew it was old. It was 2021. It's okay. Still, so, that's long Still enough. a couple years, but yeah, not for, as bad. For something that seems like it's dairy-based. I keep trying to throw it away. Yes, yeah, she know. has. A couple times I said, don't throw that out. It's called Dick's Horseradish Sauce, homemade. Okay. Can't read the ingredient list. Too small. But Oh, I see it. So, soybean oil, water, corn syrup, vinegar, egg yolks, some kind of corn stuff. Horseradish. Okay. Salt, flavoring, potassium. Yeah. Okay. It's got some chemicals in it. Unless you're getting natural foods or you're, you know, you're going right to the co-op and just make, you know, getting out of the bulk, like you're going to have some preservatives. That's, you know. Yeah. That's just the way it goes. The sauce has it too, but it's really good. Yeah. So just to recap here, it looks like Peter Pan peanut butter, you're into, just don't really have it anymore. Pierre's, you kind of come around on that a little bit and like their peanut butter ice cream sandwiches and a1 steak sauce, it sounds like A1 and just steak sauce in general, not really your thing. I think we could say that's pretty good synopsis. Can I do a quick question for mom? Sure. Sure. Why do you think we always had A1 steak sauce in our refrigerator if we never used it? I feel like I might have used it or... It, oh, you might have used it. I might have used it. Uh, people just back then, it was a thing. Like when you'd have company over or something, you'd be yeah. like, if anyone wants... Yeah. Yeah, you just sort of had it in your house. Growing up, my family ate a lot of steak. We were just real big steak eaters. And I don't think Carolyn's was as much. No. And so when, you know, she, I don't want to. Okay. So she, I don't want to say she didn't know any better, but I think because she did eat a lot of steak as a kid, she did. Well, (laughs) you know what? In the nineties, there were certain condiments that were very ubiquitous, like Grey Poupon mustard. I feel like everyone just had it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, I never ate that, but Carolyn loves it. You never had it. Okay. I never eat it, but Carolyn loves it. And you're still together after how many years? How many years? 47? 47 or something like that. Wow. There might be a bottle of A1 that old in the fridge, you know? (laughs) Yeah, you never know. (laughs) Uh, You know what? I never looked at the date on that bottle. (laughs) 
for this horseradish. You guys maybe, you know, at some point, maybe you know, you're retired, maybe just maybe go through the fridge and just do a maybe, sweep. Just yeah, do a sweep. Check the dates and just, you know. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Not a bad idea every once in a while. Well, this has been just incredible, Dad. Uh, you know, we usually ask our guests where people can find them. I don't think you're really on social. You said can't find you. <laughs> can't find me anywhere. I look at other people's social media, but I'm not on it. Well, you can look for Todd in the the Wendy's drive-through line using his little <laughs> little right. key tag. It probably chances are you, you might see him there. Yeah, that's right. That's right. In all seriousness, Todd, thanks so much for coming by and and giving your opinions on this and. We really hope that we can do another episode with, with you and mom sometime in the future because uh, yeah. just really well, interesting. You know, we talk about our childhood in all seriousness so much on this podcast. And I feel like so many things come up between me and Vanessa that we can't figure out. And so to be able to go straight to you and find out why we have a fridge full of gyros, like that's incredible. It's, it's a great feeling. And I think our listeners, I'm sure, also really appreciate getting that kind of closure. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. And we'll have to do one with mom soon because she's got, you know, all kinds of stories like that too so yeah going straight to the source has been just such a treat so thanks so much to Todd aka the first Todd for aka our dad for joining us and to everyone for listening if you enjoyed that please subscribe to the podcast and keep an eye out for next week's episode of How Did We Get Weird where we'll discuss more stories from our childhood cultural touchstones and things like the Wendy's Grilled Chicken Ranch Wrap otherwise known as the Fake Snack Wrap Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.